All right, so let me just do a little bit with all this book stuff that we just did, okay? This will probably feel a little redundant, but I'm just gonna do it one more time for you to make sure that we catch it. This book is this class in book form. Everybody got that? Designed for you to write on and take with you, and you can take it out to college with you and enjoy the information here. I think I've already mentioned this, but part of where this comes from, right, is I came here to teach worldview, and I didn't like the worldview curricula that was, we're right and everybody else is wrong. I just, I couldn't teach that. So I looked and looked and looked for that curriculum, and it didn't exist, so <laughs> what have I spent 20 years doing? <laughs> like, I created a way for us to talk about worldview and religions and beliefs that's hopefully loving and safe and kind. Does that make sense? That's really important to me, especially since they'll know we are Christians by our love. Right? So we got to have a loving way to talk about this stuff. That's this class. That's what's in here. Got it? Okay, so that's what's going on here. Uh, G.K. Chesterton inspired a lot of this. So did C.S. Lewis and J.R.R. Tolkien. Okay? My goal is to get you to interact with primary text. So we're looking at Chesterton and Plato and Nietzsche and the quotes from the Buddha and Theosophical Society and all these primary texts. So you're not just getting someone talking about these worldviews, you're actually getting to read the real stuff. Okay? But one of my primary goals is to get, introduce you to G.K. Chesterton, C.S. Lewis, and J.R. Tolkien. I'm not here to make you read all their stuff, per se. But I will say that I am definitely here to introduce you to those authors. I'm going to teach you how to read Chesterton. I'm going to introduce you to someone like a C.S. Lewis here who the first 30 pages of this book, you get the moral argument for the existence of God, and he never mentions scripture or Jesus' name. And you're like, well, whatever. No, no, that's huge, right? What about the people who hate Jesus and could say, screw you to the Bible? So then they... Can we still talk to them about God? Yeah. And never mention Jesus or any verses from the Bible. And he does a fantastic job helping us understand why and how God exists. Fair enough? In 30 pages. You want this book? It's so good. So I want to introduce you to these authors um, who can help you on your journey and teach you how to read that stuff so you've got the rest of your life to read it and get to know them more. Okay. Like, I'm intentionally not assigning the whole book. We're only doing the first 60 pages on purpose, because I don't want to make it homework for you to read the rest of this. I kind of, I want you to read it because you what? You want to read it. You want to learn and grow. That, that's all on purpose. Okay? Fair enough. Um, and so, as we go through these texts, all right, I want you to bring this one to class every day, but I also really do want you to write all over them and annotate them and do all that kind of stuff. Just so you're aware, we, we did the, the whole book thing differently so that there's no more confusion about buying it back or I can't write in it or whatever. No, no, no. These books are yours and you're keeping them unless you want to sell them someday later to someone else somehow, okay? And that, I, I talked with Mrs. Trott very specifically because I, that's like part of this class is to interact with the material, and I want you to write on stuff and connect with it and ask questions. Agree? Cool. Okay. All that being said then, let's jump into 
you know, a little bit of this class one step further, right? Part of why we're doing all the kingdom community stuff and why we're going to spend so much time on that is I really want it to be safe for everybody. I think I hinted at it about the student who comes up to me. I get a few every year, right? Mr. D, I'm a Buddhist. I'm not really a Christian, so I just want you to know that so that you're aware. I'm like, oh, well, then I'll help you be a really good Buddhist, right? I'm an atheist, you know. I'm, I just, it's really awkward to be an atheist at a Christian school, but I want you to be aware of that. I'm like, okay, fine. I mean, is my job here to make you believe in Jesus? By the way, all of you who have parents who do that, how's it going? <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that, but right? Like, can they make you believe in stuff? No, they can't, right? And at this point, you need to be picking, you need to be choosing what you want to believe. Believe it or not, at the parent night, I share this stuff. I'm like, hey, parents, just show you where I do this. And most of them are like, yeah, we're paying you to do this. Like, please help my kid figure out what they believe and why. Got it? So in order for that to be the case, I'm not here to make you believe in Jesus. I'm here to talk about why people do and why people believe in atheism and to treat atheism with dignity and respect and the same with Buddhism and Hinduism so that you can pick. What do you want to believe, right? I'm very genuine about my approach to that for lots of reasons, but I think it's really important to treat you with dignity and respect. It's about that time, isn't it? <laughs> for you to A, figure out what you believe, but now know why you believe it. And if you want to be an atheist, then I'll help you do that. But then you'll know why you are one. But you also need to make sure you understand what Christianity is and why you're rejecting it. Yeah? And some of you have rejected atheism, and you have no idea what it is. <laughs> You've never read any atheistic stuff. That's not fair, right? You've got to at least talk about it. And so freshman year, you learned, if you were here, you learned about the four worldviews, right? That was just kind of like what they are. The difference now is we're going to spend five or six weeks, and if I do my job well, when we start talk about Buddhism and idealism, by the end of the week, you're going to think like a Buddhist. You try it on. <laughs> I can help you get out of that, but the goal is to actually get you to, the next week after that, is to think like an atheist. Like, taste it and see what it's like to be one for a little bit. Yeah, that's a little different than freshman year, isn't it? Okay, now if I can help you put it on, I can help you take it off, but I want to challenge, like some of you, I really want to encourage you to go there and go, and I can help you do that. That's what this stuff is all about, is to get in there and try it on. Instead of just driving past the Hindu temple on 59, right, things gorgeous. <laughs> right? Like, how do they think? Why are they believing that? And why am I not? There's a lot of options out there. Okay, so I know I mentioned that last week, but now here I am in the room, and I want, want to really like, encourage you and challenge you that my goal is not to make you believe in Christianity or make you believe in Jesus. And I think the parents who get the concept here would agree. They don't want you just to do it because they are, if they are, right? They want you to actually own your own faith, and now's a great time to process that. Any questions or thoughts or comments on that? Well, I think what's really important is to talk a little bit now about that kingdom community concept. 
The reason why I built that, is it safe enough today? I'm not gonna ask you to do this if you want to. I, maybe it is safe, I don't know. Seventh period, how safe is it in the room? Is it safe enough for a student to raise their hand and say, you know what, Dominguez, I know we're at a Christian school, but after this pandemic stuff and the past few years I've been wrestling with it, I don't believe this Jesus stuff. I just can't. I don't like it. I don't believe it. I don't think it works. So I'm going with atheism right now. Is it safe enough for someone in the room to raise their hand and do that? I'm getting some nods. I actually think we're doing okay at Wheaton Academy. I, I hope it is. Sadly, Christian schools and a lot of churches are the most unsafe places to be honest with your faith journey, aren't they? I have doubts. I have questions. I don't like this. I don't believe this. And we're like, oh no! You know, like, and the parents are like, oh, they're going to burn in hell. And I don't, we're like, what? Well, I just want to ask a question, right? Like, fair enough. And so I want to make it, I hope you do too, but I want to make it so safe that you can maybe out loud ask your questions. <laughs> Talk about what you believe and what you don't believe. Right? And um, that's going to take us really working together to make it safe. Because I can't impose that safety. Agreed? Okay. Cool. I'm taking a little time to be redundant right now, too, just to talk about, like, that's what this class is about. If you didn't sign up for that, I want you to know now. So you, there's other Bible classes you can jump in. Right? Cool. Keep going? All right. Any questions online? Zoomers? <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so then let's do this. Let's not take out community code stuff yet. But anybody have a thought from the video? I watched, we watched that crazy you know, ER clip and started talking about it a little bit, and I gave you guys a chance to discuss and dialogue. All right. Any thoughts, questions, or comment? This guy's dying of cancer. He's all concerned and overwhelmed. Any follow-up? That was like a, a, a crazy way to end the week with that. Welcome to my class. Well, let's take a second then. Right? And remember, if you're on your phone right now, you gotta declare it to the class so we all know what you're doing, okay? So we can understand that. And if you're on your device, that's fine. Hopefully it's related to class. But let's process. This guy's got the rosary in his hand. He's dying of cancer in a couple weeks. And look at this. This one perspective of God. <gasps> I screwed up. I'm going to burn in hell. Guys, this is a worldview class. <laughs> he has that one. Remember what I said about what Tozer said? How you view God is the most important thing about you? This guy's dying, and he's afraid he's going to burn in hell. So you think, if I messed up, God's going to send me to hell. Hey, Wheaton Academy juniors and seniors, is that what we believe here? Yeah, uh, getting a few shakes. <laughs> Ready? No. <laughs> All right, behold the Lamb of God who does what with the sins of the world? It, yeah, it takes away. So if, if I have something and I took it away, then it's what? It's gone. So behold the Lamb of God who takes away just, you know, some sins. Now what? Hey, if, if Jesus took away all the sins, then where are they? They're all gone. Does this guy need to freak out about going to heaven or hell? Like freak out about going to hell? No, because his sins are what? Uh, right? Uh, no. 
I, yes? <laughs> did, did he only take the bad sins away? Or he only took the soft sins away? He took away what? All the sin. So check this out. How do you view God? If I mess up, God's going to send me to hell? Or, wow, I messed up, but God took away all the sins. I'm fine. That's going to affect how you're feeling on your deathbed, isn't it? Or maybe just sitting here right now. Right? See, now it's philosophy class, though. I know it's only like the third day, but let's keep going. Wait a second. All the sins are where? God? So why is anybody going to hell? Where are the sins? They're like, burn Mr. D at the stake. You know, burn heretic. I'm just quoting scripture, right? Did he take away the sins or not? How many? Okay, great. So there's none left? What? <laughs> we Academy seniors. How many sins are left if Jesus took them all away? Great. Okay, so why is anybody going to hell? Well, they don't accept him, I guess. Yeah, if you reject that, then that means you don't want to go to heaven, I guess, right? Is God going to make you go to heaven? Okay, so if you want to go to hell, can you go to hell? But if you want to go to heaven, can you go to heaven? Great. Sweet. So I guess the people who are in hell are the ones who want to go there. <laughs> well, wait, what? I mean, they don't have any, all the sins are gone. Right? <laughs> it's just a Bible class. We're just talking about this. You see what's going on right now? How are you viewing the Bible? How are you worldview? Does your worldview matter? Yeah, it's like, I'm sorry, we're going right for the throat. I'm not sorry. That's what we're doing in this class. We might as well. But this is a big deal. Let's get this stuff figured out right now. Yeah, just even that piece, this guy's freaking out. He thinks God's going to send him to hell because he screwed up. But all the screwed up stuff is taken care of. I don't think he wants to go to hell. Yeah? I had someone last class say, well, wait. That sounds so easy. Well, did Jesus come to make it hard? By the way, he did say he didn't come to condemn the world, but to what? Great. Yeah. But it is a small, narrow path. So it's not really Say that again? Yeah, you're right. It was, that's where we're going to piece all these things together, right? And I think it's intriguing. Like, I even wonder in the room right now how many people really get the fact that all the sins are gone. I'm saying that, and you're all like, I don't know. Like, did he take them or not? <laughs> right? And how hard is it to, right? John 3, 16, we'll keep it nice and simple. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten, what the heck does that mean, <laughs> right? Son, that whoever gets an A in doctrine class gets to go to heaven. I mean, sorry, no, whoever goes to church and does their devos, they get to go to heaven. Oh, no, wait, what is it? Whoever what? Believes. Wait, believes? Then you get to what? Go to heaven? Sweet. How hard was that? If you think that I'm, like, downplaying that, you know, ready? What does John 3, 14 and 15 say? Does anybody know? It's okay, I won't put you on the spot like that. It's only day three, right? Jesus says this to Nicodemus under the stars that night. Just as Moses put the snake on a pole. Anybody remember that? 
By the way, what's the whole snake on a pole instance? Oh, this is so funny. I shouldn't use it with my kids. But right, the Israelites are complaining. Dramatic pause. <laughs> the Israelites are complaining about the manna or whatever. So God sends snakes and they're all biting them and they're dying from the snakes. Which I don't complain, right? Oh, anyway. Right, but he sent snake. Right, so then Moses makes a bronze snake and sticks it on a pole. You'd think that God would just do what with all the snakes? Kill all the snakes. Does he do that? No, so ready? Everybody pretend you're getting bit by snakes and you're dying. Ready? Go. You can do it on Zoom as well. Hey, there we go. We got one actor in the room. Oh, you guys, just there's snakes in the room and you're all dying. Oh, I'm getting bit by a snake. Okay, so everybody, you're dying of snakes. Ready? And then over here, we go snake on a pole. So you're dying of snake bites and then ready, set, look at the snake on a pole. What happened? You're healed. How hard was that? Now, seriously, how hard was that? Uh, then you're safe. And then the next verse is, just as Moses put the snake on a pole, so Jesus is going to get stuck on a pole. And then you just got to do what? He could have picked anything from the Old Testament. He picked a snake on a pole, right? Yeah, because it's really what? Pretty straightforward. All right, everybody all die in your sins like you're going to hell. Ready, go. Oh, I'm dying in my sins. Ready, set. Look at Jesus. Ready, go. And you're saved. You're going to heaven. How are you doing? We good? Isn't that what the Jesus... I mean, Jesus said it. You don't have to have a biblical worldview, but the dude said it, right? I'm just trying to put some of this stuff in our face. Like, what are we believing? Where did you get it? What's going on? Like, salvation is... Oh, I get to go to heaven. Right? Or no? I mean, you don't have to believe Jesus. But let's just go here real quick. That guy in the video is afraid he's going to burn in hell because he screwed up. Is that the gospel message? No. no. So wait, real quick, time out. Where did he get it then? Who told him that if you screwed up, God's going to send you to hell? Where did he get that? Yeah, somebody told him, mom, dad, some priest or pastor, or somebody told him, maybe he read the Bible and didn't understand what he read. But that guy's sitting there dying because he trusted someone who said, God's going to smite you and send you to hell because you screwed up. You see, what he trusted that, and how's it making him feel? I just wonder where you are right now, what you're trusting, your theology, your perspective of scripture, what your pastors have said and your parents, what mine have said. For so many years, I never understood grace. That's why I come on strong day three. Usually I do this day two, but I was in my closet at home or whatever. I thought we'd do it in, in class. But like, wait a second, does our world, our theology, right? Well, your theology doesn't save you, but does it affect your everyday life? And you're like, my theology doesn't save you? No, who saves you? Glancing at Jesus saves you, right? Uh, unless you want to go with a different worldview. The bell's about to ring. But I just want to, like, see in this class, where can we go? Where can we go? Anywhere. I pushed into that one little video real, real quick, just for 10 minutes, 
to just point out the fact that that dude's theology about God was freaking him out and didn't have to. No. Real quick, by the way, why in Islam do they not want you just to glance at Jesus and then go to heaven? You guys, if it's just a glance, who gets to go? All the jerks, right? <laughs> Including me, right? Right? Is everybody like that? No, some people, like, if you're a jerk, you should what? Yeah, you should pay for being a jerk. But actually, if you're going to go with the Christian worldview, who paid for you being a jerk? Jesus, not you. Again, you don't have to go with that worldview, but if you are, it sure does change things, doesn't it? <laughs> right? Like, again, like, see what's going on right now as we process this? Like, your perspective of Christ, your perspective of the gospel, your perspective of the Bible, just like that dude in the video, affects how you're sitting here right now, how you're looking at each other in the masks in the hallways. I grew up, went to this school, and really, I, I believed in Jesus, so I was going to go to heaven, but I spent how many years not knowing that he just loved me? I thought I had to be, like, really good, and then he'll love me. So guess what I worked really hard at being? Really good and doing my devos and being really nice, because then God will love me and then bless me. Does he love me even if I'm not good? He died for me while I was yet a what? Jerk. I thought he just loved the good people. That was my worldview. Did it affect my behavior and my perspective? By the way, if I think he only loves the good people, how do I treat the bad people? Have a nice day. <laughs> All right. Welcome to philosophy class. <laughs> See you guys. Bye, Seamus and Gabe. Take care. All right. Yeah, hey, we're just getting started. And if, if things got a little shaken up for you today, don't worry. They'll get more shaken up. So, right? <laughs> They're just getting started. Thank you. Take care. Can we chat?